episode number 17 of Tendo Talk, where uh, we bring you the latest and greatest in tech, entertainment, Disney. Nope. Tech, entertainment, Nintendo, Disney and other things. That's the first time I've ever messed that up. My name's Mike. I'm really surprised at that. I, you 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 never messed that up. I know. Well, <laughs> as John can attest before we started this recording, I had many a fumble. So <laughs> I'm just a real Amelia Bedelia today. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, dear listener, for joining us once again. We've got a uh, a packed episode. We can't we we can't sit around here and just twiddle our thumbs, John. We got to get to business. Business, business. What is the business today? We have we had an Apple keynote earlier. Oh yeah. Uh, we had a few trailers drop. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a few promises from last time around the Avengers campus we wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had an Indie World presentation, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna do all that in a half hour somehow. <laughs> all right. Well, let's launch right into it. Starting with our Apple keynote, John. You've always been the authority on this, so why don't, why don't you take the take the reins here? The authority. Okay. Yeah. All right. At least between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, so uh, you know what? I, I follow Apple Keynotes. Uh, mm-hmm. So what? <laughs> <laughs> so what? Come at me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I still find them enjoyable. I think what's been really interesting over the past year, too, is just the production quality. that has, They've just like continually outdone themselves on the production quality of these keynotes. Mm-hmm. Like, they are hbo levels uh like game of thrones sixth season (laughs) levels of production quality that they put into these which is kind of insane you say that Um, you say that as somebody who knows what it takes to make these effects happen but i don't know that (laughs) for the layman i don't know that this is on par with dragons (laughs) well you know that's uh (laughs) all right well i'll i'll leave that up to uh to your own judgment but either way way more money than they put into it or than they probably should put into it but yeah. it's entertaining it is um they today was was an interesting one because it's not like a it's not like the iphone uh um keynote like they're not they you know don't announce new iphones we did get a purple iphone which i thought was interesting <laughs> finally they dedicated a significant amount of time <laughs> of their like twice a year keynote to just like we have a purple phone now that seemed very strange to me too but hey why yeah. not purple phone but they made it look good, so mm-hmm. uh, sure, that's that's fine. Um, but I think the the main focus out of all this, uh, well, there there are a few main focuses. One is uh, they have a new tiny thing called AirTags, which helps mm-hmm. you find your lost things. Yeah, they're coming for um, tile. <laughs> yeah, but it's really cool. Like it's actually like so you, you know if you lose it, you put out your phone and it like t- it's it, it gives you like an arrow. It, it reminds me of. Um, like the uh, the Need for Speed games, yeah, where it's like you have an arrow at the top of your screen that's that's telling you where you need to go, and yeah. it's basically that for your lost items. It's real life Crazy Taxi, yeah, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> that, yeah. Or like I don't know, oh. Pokemon Go, but instead of catching a Charizard, you get your keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's cool. Like I, you know, it's not the most original idea, but the way they executed it is 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 pretty good i I agree i Um, I could use some of these things in my life yeah and it's pretty cheap too like 30 bucks for some of these things Mm -hmm. uh i i could see a lot of people picking them up i like it yeah um and then they have like a new ipad pro it has uh you know a new m1 chip they're putting mac chips inside inside of ipads now which kind of gets confusing but (laughs) sure whatever it's fast yeah it kind of seems like uh the the ipad and the 
the, I guess just the line of MacBooks are becoming more and more similar. The difference, I guess, being that iPad is running in iPad OS. <laughs> yeah, but iPad OS is really just iOS. Like they're, they're trying to differentiate it, but I think they're still having a hard time. I, I, it's they're still in this kind of like awkward in between phase of like they want the iPad to eventually take over Macs, but it's not nearly ready for that yet. Mm. Um, yeah, but. Otherwise, uh, I think the star of the show, oh, they had a new Apple TV 4K, which they finally fixed the awful Siri remote. <laughs> I thought that uh, was really funny. I mean, it was, I'm glad it happened. It's yeah. super late, but uh, they, they, in order to fix their bad remote, they went back to the original iPod. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But hey, that's fine. I think that's, I think I think it'll work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the star of the show is really the uh, the new IMAX that they that they came out with. Mm, indeed, those are those look really good. They do, they do. I, I think from an aesthetic standpoint, they are pretty impressive. I will say, I got a gripe, John. I have a feeling that okay. you might share this gripe. Okay, looks great from the back. From the mm-hmm. front, mm, I'm not sold on the front. Yeah, I was actually surprised to see a white border. Yeah, around the screen. white bezel, weird choice. Yeah, I, 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 but I'm I'm okay with it. So there's something uh, there, there's something that I thought of when I saw these, and just their you know overproduced lifestyle shots and videos of people using them and you know <laughs> doing dance videos in front of I don't, I don't know like whatever it was. Something struck me. What's that? As why I think this design works specifically for. The iMac. So first, it's important to point out that the larger iMac still exists, and it still exists as the uh, um, original design, which is the black border. It looks, it looks a lot more pro, mm-hmm. I guess I should say. This iMac uh, is really replacing the 21-inch one, uh, which you know, arguably is you know, if if you're a pro user, you probably wouldn't have gotten a 21 21-inch iMac, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, they increased the size to 24, so it's you know, more useful and the price is actually pretty great, but I don't think their target is pros. I think, I think their target is just, well, everyone that has to work from home now, Yeah. whether you're a pro Mac user or not, you got to use a computer. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think what's nice about it is it just overall feels friendlier. It does. It does. I definitely got that vibe. And yeah, it's pretty clear that they're they're hearkening back to the original uh, G3 IMAX uh, with, with the sort of candy coating on, on them, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I that was clear to me throughout, you know, that this is not this is not for a power user, even though mm-hmm. I was looking at that thing and wondering, hmm, maybe, maybe it's time to get rid of my old Mac Mini. Hmm? Uh, well, it's probably better than a than a Mac Mini that you <laughs> might have bought. I don't know how many years ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago, John. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, I think it's going to do very well uh, with. I think so too. With the market that you're talking about, um, the colors as they wrap around to the front, they turn all pastel-y though, mm-hmm. and that was the other thing that I wasn't super big on like if i'm going to get a red imac i don't want a pink chin on the bottom in front of it you know like well i mean yeah i guess you know that going into it though 
It's not like it would be a surprise if you take it out of the box and you're like, wait a minute, I thought this whole thing was going to be wrapped in neon red. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I did get very excited for the idea that somewhere, probably in a in a wealthy area of San Francisco, there's going to be a classroom with just a rainbow of IMAX in it. Uh, oh, and it would look so cool. It's going to look really, really <laughs> nice in there. <laughs> so yeah. for you, dear rich student, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... Yeah, you bring up a point though. I think w- the colors are definitely interesting. I uh, there are some good ones and some bad ones, but I the thought... most comp- the most compelling of the colors uh-huh. is all of them together. <laughs> good point. I was just going to say I, I I I felt like you would have latched onto that blue that they chose. It's a pretty nice blue. Ooh, it really is. They they actually have two really nice blues. I, I like the the deeper blue, but they also have a um like a I don't know what it's called like a sea blue, like a turquoise blue. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, it's um. I was getting some yeah. I was I getting did, some college John Schlemmer vibes from that color. Yeah, I you know what I would have one hundred percent been on that in, in my college days. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like I guess the point I was trying to make is people don't want to be stuck in their office all day. Right. And they, it would definitely help uh, them feel a little bit more excited about their work if their computer that they use is a reflection of their personality or their design or something. Yeah. And that's exactly what these new iMacs can do. They're not sitting in front of this, like, you know, Dell laptop that, you know, <laughs> looks like it was made in the 90s. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're not like, you know, in, in front of something that they just don't feel connected to. There's there's some connection that I think is nice about it. The white border feels friendlier. It just feels like it's less of a pro setting and more of a casual setting. Um, and I think it's targeting a lot of this work from home anxiety that I think a lot of people are feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that, you know, in a, in a couple months when we get to uh, WWDC, uh, they're going to roll out a big brother for this thing that maybe has a more... Uh, pro aesthetic about it maybe that'd be interesting i mean i don't i don't see why not i uh you know i, I have a 27 inch monitor in front of me uh 24 is nice but 27 is better <laughs> imagine that imagine that yeah uh yeah. yeah well the other thing i just wanted to touch on very briefly uh was that they they really seem to be and this is again probably uh a reflection of the times that we find ourselves in now uh, podcasts are being talked about for the first time yeah. in a long time. And Apple Podcasts is getting a redesign that includes uh, what I'm calling Patreon-style creator support. Yeah. So, hey, that's good news for you and me, John. Yeah, so uh, everyone's going to give us some money weekly now? Is that, <laughs> is that the plan? How do we yeah. ask for it nicely? Uh, please give us money. Uh, yeah. No. Not like that. That's not right. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna do. That's, uh, gonna, that's not. not gonna do the job. I promise I'll never do that again. If you give me money <laughs> right now, uh, no. But I, I think that I mean it. It seems like a natural fit. You know, all of the various video services have sort of switched over to a model like this. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's great. You know, there, there's a handful of shows that I listen to pretty heavily that I, you know, I would probably be willing to throw a little support at. So yeah. <clears throat> The one thing that I will say uh, kind of made me raise an eyebrow is they're promising ad-free listening. And I don't know how you do that if there's like ad copy recorded into your show. Hmm. You know? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. 
Yeah. So d- do we have to change the way that we do podcasts? I mean, we've never had a sponsor, but uh, <laughs> we probably never will. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a reality I'm coming to terms with. But you know what? Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So interesting things ahead. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it'll be interesting to see if Apple changes the whole way that podcasts are recorded. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to end up changing things because I think something like this has likely been a negotiation across any podcast platform for a while. Like I'm sure Spotify is right on the heels of this. They're going to announce something about this soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the direction that the industry is heading. Yeah. All right. But otherwise, like I think that was I think that that, that was pretty much the the keynote. Um, I yeah. I, I guess I, I walked out of it with. Uh, God, what 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 do I need to buy from this now? Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna buy the new Apple TV uh, because the old one is getting a little sluggish for me, oh. uh, and I definitely prefer that new remote. So I'm definitely gonna get that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get the new iPad Pro because here's here's one thing that I that I would just want to call out. The one re- I I wasn't anticipating getting a new iPad Pro. That's probably the last thing i need right now except <laughs> for this one thing that they introduced what's that and that was the wide angle auto tracking auto zooming front facing oh, camera as a, as a, a busy father who's who's hurting children all the time you, exactly yeah. like i can't it is just it's so frustrating trying to keep these kids that are like moving around everywhere <laughs> in the shot the whole time like i don't want to have to be a cinematographer for like you know a 40 minute call with with grandparents right i want them to be able to do whatever they please without me needing to worry about oh my god are they in the shot and this is (laughs) this solves it like i don't i don't care how much i have to pay for this this solves so much (laughs) wow wow that's i mean that's a bold move john but more power to you buddy yeah uh personally i'm looking forward to breaking into apple headquarters now that tim cook showed me exactly how to do it yeah um Mm -hmm. i just have to wear a Mission Impossible style human mask that gives me long hair for some reason yeah. and just go right on through the ductwork. Not a problem. I'm in the lab. I get myself an M1 chip and then I do something with that. <laughs> <laughs> Dip it in some yeah, salsa. But also that scene in the keynote uh, is just a perfect example of overproduction. Yeah. I was just like watching this and I started laughing. I was like, <laughs> like this is so unnecessary it is it totally is but yeah as you said that's sort of the way they're going but yep. hey that campus sure is pretty huh yeah it's it's nice yeah uh, yeah i will give them that it's every every they they spent a lot of money on it and they have every opportunity to show it off yeah so. i can't wait for it to blast off into space yep uh all right so <laughs> let's hop over we're gonna do just a very quick vibe check in the entertainment section of the show uh we had a couple of trailers come out uh mm-hmm. john give me give me like a thumbs up thumbs down maybe a maybe a short uh feeling that you're getting from these starting with uh f9 fast and furious nine uh three thumbs up three thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> I am so I this I I want this movie so bad. Really? Okay. Yep. All right. I mean, I mean, I love the Fast and Furious tra- franchise. It's it's such a just ridiculously fun uh, franchise. They've had ups and downs throughout it, but it's always entertaining. It's always fun, and this one looks like it carries that on. Yeah. All I could think about while I was watching that was 
just what if you watched this movie right after you watched the very first Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> like it's yep. it's almost unrecognizable at this point. Uh, but hey, you know what? We watched this for the same reason we got excited for uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, I'm ready to be entertained. Yeah, sign me up. Popcorn mm-hmm. movie, baby. Yep. All right. The other one. Shang-Chi. What do you think? I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, all we really knew about this before this trailer dropped was sort of a short list of who was in it and uh, logo. Uh, I am not super familiar with this character, so I, I really didn't know what to expect. But this looks pretty compelling. Yeah, I was I was also I was honestly getting a little worried that it's coming out fairly soon and we haven't seen anything about it. Like I took that as a sign that they're struggling. Hmm. Um, but I think what I saw from the trailer was uh, a really interesting Marvel take on a martial arts movie with some like kind of crouching tiger, hidden dragon, you know, uh, influence mm-hmm. th- throughout there, too. Uh, you know, with, with some Mar- Marvel supernatural kind of magic going on. And I, th- I think it works. I think it really works. And I'm really excited about it. I agree. I agree. Give me some of them rings on my arms. I want to I want to yeah. punch holes and stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's everyone's dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially in this sort of next uh, phase that we find ourselves in is uh it's got a broader reach. It's got bigger ideas. It's got more inclusivity. I think it's all mm-hmm. good news. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, also Aquafina's in this one, too. That's true. <laughs> she's uh, she's really <laughs> getting pretty cozy with Disney these days. Getting yeah. A lot of work for Aquafina. That's uh, fine. I mean, it's, it's it's one of those things. I mean, you said it last time we were talking about Raya. It's she has a very recognizable voice. Mm-hmm. It is very it's like. She's always going to be Aquafina in any movie that she's in. Right, right. Um, it's it looks like a rip roaring good time, John. Yep. <laughs> All right. Now, talking about good times, let's talk about bad times. Uh, it's April in Animal Crossing, which means only one thing. It means zippers back. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I promised last time. I'm going to keep this short too. I promised last time that I would explain myself as to why I thought that zipper might be misunderstood. Yes, I'm, I need to hear this. Uh, and so here's the thing. Think about when Animal Crossing came out. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing came out literally weeks before, maybe, maybe even like a week. I can, it was very close to when Zipper first appeared in Animal Crossing. Right. And everything in the world of this Animal Crossing New Horizons game was entirely new. Like... New fish, new bugs, new fossils, new, uh, just literally, literally so much that we have not been able to scratch the surface yet, uh, was being introduced to us. It was the first new month in the game. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And what happened was instead of being greeted with all these new bugs and new fish and stuff and events and stuff, we got greeted with an onslaught of eggs. <laughs> Yep. That produced items that we just, that were useless. We did not want, no. We didn't want them. Right. So, okay. Not good timing at (laughs) all. Uh, Especially because it just kept being dragged on for so long. But now, okay, so a year later, a year later, 
everyone who has been an animal a- avid Animal Crossing fan has probably just sucked the game dry at this point. Yep, that's me. all the fossils, all the fish, all the bugs, mm-hmm. like terraform their island three times over. And okay, so now Zipper's back. This is entirely different now because before, you know, for the past probably six months or so, everyone was just skipping over the things you dig out of the ground because you got all the fossils. Mm -hmm. But now there are new things to dig out of the ground. There are new things to shake out of the trees. Mm. There's new fish in the shape of eggs. (laughs) 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 And, And all of these things are building items that maybe were once useless, but are now... Uh, different than the everyday thing you've been experiencing for the past year. Mm. So I think Zipper's problem was, okay, yeah, he's a little creepy because you always see him like jumping over the horizon and just like staring at you all the time. That part's a little weird. But the timing was, I think, entirely the issue here. Mm. If they made it a very low-key first Easter thing, I think that would have been, he would have been much better received this being his first appearance right so far into the game okay all right john i think you've made you've made a a fair and i think fairly compelling point about okay Zipper. let me offer one brief counterpoint okay <laughs> <laughs> um this was an opportunity in my mind for Nintendo to maybe take one of the few things that I think we all found a little bit compelling about Zipper, which was if you sneak up on him, he gets mad at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, in their own little way, uh, maybe expand the lore of Zipper. I think it was fairly well documented that everybody hated him the first time around. So mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of would have been cool if they somehow played to that slightly. He's unique okay. in that way, you know, like, yeah, I don't think any of the other seasonal characters, even though a lot of them had similar gimmicks, uh, none of them quite got the attention that he got. Again, it could yeah. be because he was first. Uh, but yeah, maybe slipping in some new dialogue, uh, you know, maybe switching things up a little bit. I, I, I do think that I, I totally agree with your point that the fact that he was messing actively messing with our missions to collect stuff <laughs> yep. uh, mm-hmm. the first time through was a problem. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. You know what? We might just have to leave it to our listeners to let us know. What do, what do you guys think? Who, whose side are you on here? Are you pro zipper? Are you anti zipper? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm still leaning a little anti. But yeah, I do. I mean, I do that's okay it. too. It's not that I love Zipper now. It's that <laughs> it's it's just that I he got a lot of hate before, and I th- I think that the timing was the main issue. But yeah, I get it. I, I get what you're saying too. Cut to John receiving a whole lot of Zipper merchandise at his home. <laughs> oh boy, I don't think it will go that far. <laughs> All right, well let's let's hop <laughs> over uh, to uh. uh a surprisingly good indie direct indie world presentation yeah that was a nice one and i I, you know what i gotta say uh last week i called out that i wanted fez Mm -hmm. and i got fez i got i got it yep nintendo is listening they are listening I, i can't believe it like it's been so long i seriously completely gave up 
and <laughs> and they and and they and they brought it to me. I'm yeah. so happy about it. Right after we just offhandedly mentioned it. Coincidence? Yep. I think not. Nintendo's listening <laughs> and Nintendo loves you, John. Oh, okay. And they wanted you to know that. Yeah. Uh no, but that is great. And the fact that it released that day, I think was just icing on the cake. Like Yeah, that was cool. Anytime they do that. And there were a few of those in this direct. Uh some some pretty compelling ones actually. Uh I did want to we're not going to go down the full list like like we mentioned we've got a lot of stuff to get through, but uh the longing was a very interesting game to me because it seems to be the antithesis to games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is 400 real-time days that you have to spend playing this game uh as a little minion waiting for his king to awaken in this cave and the game is all about how you choose to spend that time Mm -hmm. and there are minor little advancements that you get you know it takes i don't know 30 days for a stalactite to drop off the ceiling so that you can cross one chasm you know like Mm -hmm. it is a game that is not about uh moment to moment action but more about sort of self-reflection and just sort of the video game equivalent of twiddling your thumbs, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. An interesting thing about this is that I think it's actually a pretty compelling idea for a game. Like it's something that I don't think very many games have tried before, if any. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm a little like, I'm worried is switch the right the right console for that. I mean, it's, it feels like it might be more of an iPhone game where it's mm. like you take it out every once in a while to when you when you have like an extra th- three minutes or to do something. Right. That's something that's always on you. So mm. you can actually spend that that game time. Um, that's a valid point. I, I think yeah. um, it, if I'm if I'm recalling correctly, because I did look into this game a little bit. Uh, it's not debuting on Switch. It actually was out on Steam first, I believe. Oh. So coming to well, maybe Switch. maybe on, on Steam, it's like something you run in the background on your computer then. That's true. That's true. There's a benefit hmm. to that as well. But yeah. maybe, maybe coming to Switch is sort of a step in the direction of going mobile with it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that, that just that strikes me as a little interesting. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah I, I haven't decided if I'm going to pick it up yet or not, but uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Was there something that stood out to you in here other than Fez, John? Uh, I, I got to be honest. When I saw Fez, I just, <laughs> I like, I, I completely forgot everything else. I do have to say that I got, I got pretty excited about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Oh, yeah. It looked, it looked good. Yeah, it does look very It hit good. all the, the retro vibes that I needed. Yeah, yeah. Those, those people deserve all the credit in the world. Uh, they're also the studio responsible for the... Oh gosh, I'm gonna mess this up. They just recently did a new version of an old like NES style game. I keep wanting to say Double Dragon. It's not. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, mm. the other one that I wanted to bring just a little bit of attention to because it's one that I am actually familiar with is there is no game wrong dimension. Uh, this is a the second game I believe in the there is no game series that mm-hmm. started as just sort of a little uh almost a trolley little indie project where the game was actively trying to get you to stop playing it the entire time <laughs> uh think sort of like a uh um almost like portal almost like uh, uh what was that one can't think of it 
that's great. Anyway, this game is a sort of genre bending game. So as the game mm-hmm. is trying to get you to stop playing it, uh, some mishaps happen and you end up getting thrown into sort of the history of gaming, going all the way back to, uh, you know, things as simple as Breakout and uh, like the LucasArts DOS games. I don't know if you played any of those, John. But oh, I remember those. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking full on Monkey Island style. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it also sort of, has a little tongue-in-cheek humor about the state of the industry today with things like microtransactions and uh, free-to-play models and stuff like that. So it's a very funny game. I watched a playthrough of it. I think I'll probably end up picking it up just because I like what the developers did with it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, there is I think a, yeah, it does look pretty cool. It's, it's, it's like a homage to older games, and I think people that have grown up playing games will... They have to like it. Yeah, yeah. Stanley Parable was the game I was trying to think mm, of before. Okay. Uh, sort of a you versus the computer sort of thing. Anyway, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, no, I, I came away from this thing feeling very optimistic for the sort of state of indies. Normally, these things just sort of leave me with a meh feeling, but there are a lot of really big ideas across all of these games, a lot of very diverse games. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was just, I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, way better than I hoped it would have been. Yeah. Um, and I've learned to keep my expectations low. So, <laughs> um, With that said, what do, what do we have left? We have a couple more minutes, uh, but I do want to get into the Avengers campus. I actually don't know much about this. I, I wasn't keeping track of it, so maybe mm-hmm. you can give an update on uh, what is actually new about it. Like, what, <laughs> what, what does it do? All right, so... Uh, this is, this is happening at Disney's California adventure. It opens on Mm -hmm. June 4th. Uh, as you know, at, at California adventure, they rethemed the twilight zone tower of terror, uh, to be a guardians of the galaxy ride, Mm -hmm. right? Mission breakout, Mm -hmm. uh, right where that is, they've completely redeveloped the entire surrounding area to be Marvel themed. Uh, so it comes with a bunch of new experiences, uh no like tower of terror slash mission breakout level attractions but smaller attractions that are family friendly um starting with uh the big one is spider-man uh web slingers which is sort of imagine a combination of uh mario kart bowser's bowser's challenge from super nintendo world mixed Mm -hmm. with toy story mania um, oh, okay. A series of sort of shooting gallery style scenes where you're wearing glasses that make it look like you can actually shoot webs out of your out of your wrists. That's um, cool. Yeah, and you're 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 bringing a, a swarm of spider bots uh, under control. Uh, it looks like it's Toy Story be Mania fun. handled that really well, so I I I think that sounds great. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mention Mission Breakout. Doctor Strange's Sanctum is basically just going to be like a cool themed out meet and greet area. Uh, Disney still has to sort of tread this line a little bit. It's not as big an issue in California as it is in Orlando, where there's still an entire Marvel section at Universal Studios. Uh, So they've got a little bit more freedom here, but I am noticing that like some of the bigger names, you know, your Captain Americas and stuff just aren't really being mentioned. Uh, However, they do have a large Avengers head headquarters that has a Quinjet park to top it where there will be uh, Avengers themed stunt spectaculars. Uh, 
And well, I that's think, cool. Yeah, I think Cap might actually be involved in that. I know Black Widow is there. Uh, the primary villain in these shows is coming from the still unreleased Black Widow movie. Uh, hmm. Taskmaster okay. is the, is the uh-huh. name of the villain. So uh, this is also going to be the debut of Stuntronics, which are we talked about way early in the podcast. Uh, is this the one where you see a robot Spider-Man flying over you? Yeah, you are going to see Spider-Man flying overhead. Uh, and it will, in fact, be a robot wearing a Spider-Man sh- suit. So, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. And then finally, <laughs> this, this is a minor attraction in the grand scheme of things, but it might be the thing I'm most excited about. The Pym Test Kitchen. Uh, Pym, obviously taken <clears throat> from Dr. Pym from Ant-Man. This mm-hmm. is a, a quick service restaurant where the food comes in silly sizes, John. <laughs> I'm talking about like a chicken sandwich where it's on a normal bun, but the chicken sandwich is the size of a manhole cover. <laughs> Not the chicken sandwich, the chicken on the sandwich. So it's okay. it's just like comedically out of proportion foods. There's tiny foods, there's giant foods. Uh, I think that's a lot of fun. It's a fun idea. I like that. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I always like when, and this is what Disney does really well. They, any chance, any opportunity they get, to theme something they theme it yeah and they leave no like everything that they have within a certain part of a park follows that theme and I'm, I'm glad that they they continue that through the eating experience too yeah yeah it's true it's true so i think it's going to be a fun little uh side area at california adventure to check out bring the kids john all right that yeah. sounds that sounds nice i mean i haven't i haven't gone there oh god i haven't even gone to galaxy's edge yet for just... oh come on uh, i know i really it's you know i've been busy <laughs> I, I haven't been either john i'm just giving you a hard time <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i really do want to go though like I, I feel like enough has changed to where it absolutely warrants a new visit for me but also just you know i because i have very young kids now mm-hmm. um there are certain attractions at the parks that I would not have prioritized yeah. before. Mm-hmm. So I think even going now, even if they didn't have anything new, I think it would have been a very different experience for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it would have also been great because Disneyland's for everyone. That's true. We went to Disneyland together one time. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Was it just once? I feel like we've gone more than once. Mm, well, it was, yeah. it was for our buddy Adam's bachelor party. I don't know if there was another yeah. time, John. I'm pretty sure that was the only time I'd been. Oh, well, yeah. we should do that again. We should. We should. That was fun. Let's get that on the books. Okay. And there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers Campus, June 4th. All right. That sounds great. I like it. Yeah. Also, by the way, Lego Luigi. <laughs> Lego Luigi. He's coming. <laughs> yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Also, Purple Yoshi. I, I mean... That's yeah. fine, but why does why does Lego Luigi get a purple Yoshi? I don't know, but I will look forward to your review of it, John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Is there anything I mean, else we, we need to everything. cover? We did it. We actually did it. Yep. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you, John, for joining me. I don't thank you enough. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for thanking me. <laughs> You're welcome. And thank you, listener, for joining John and I once again. Uh, we really appreciate it. Check out Tendo Talk on all the social media channels. Uh, remember to shoot us your opinions on Zipper or just what you think of the show in general. We'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, take care and 